Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. Scott Defane Knowles, and you are listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR podcast. Right, Leanne? Yeah. Leanne's helping me do the episode tonight, so just bear with us. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, who watched the race at Big Bear today on Facebook Live? That shit was awesome. They were following all the runners around with cameras the whole time. Ben Greenfield was there commentating. It was actually some very good commentators this time during the race. It was very cool. If, you did, if you've watched past live Spartan races and you didn't like them, you have to go back and watch Big Bear today because it was very cool to watch. Now, I understand, you know, it looks like they're filming with their cameras and the quality, the 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 quality's not all there, but it, it was still good. 90% of the time, they were filming racers. There wasn't like dead time, like there's been in the past where they would show old commercials and stuff like that, or just be the commentators talking to each other. It was very good. Definitely check it out. So I'm going to let Leanne tell us about our interview tonight. Leanne. Well, hi everybody. Um, we actually interviewed one of my really good friends, Stephen Brooks. Um, we talked to him about his past races um, when he did a go ruck in Savannah, and then back on March seventeenth, it was St. Patty's Day weekend, and then we also talked to him about his race from this past weekend in Fayetteville. When he did the hurricane heat and the sprint. It's pretty awesome though. I think it's pretty knowledgeable too. I learned a lot of stuff when they're just listening to him. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good interview. I hope y'all enjoy it. What's up everybody? I've got my awesome girlfriend, Leanne, helping me host this show today. And we've got Stephen Brooks on the phone. What's up, Stephen? What's going on, Scott? How's it going, bud? Not a whole lot, man. Hey, Stephen. So, so, <laughs> so Stephen, tell us where you're from and like what you do for a living, what kind of drugs you're selling, how many people you've murdered. <laughs> people want to know. Well, I want to keep all the dirty secrets to myself. I don't want to be outed by anybody. But right. uh, I currently reside in Gadsden, Alabama. Just moved here about two years ago. Back home where I was originally from. Lived in North Carolina for about three years. Uh, worked for... Uh, Large tobacco company, national tobacco company. So I don't push, I don't push any drugs. I just uh, advertise and merchandise, uh, promote uh, tobacco. Um, but I've been doing it for about 13 years, and I've uh, been doing OCR now for roughly about two years, two and a half years. And you said you're originally from Alabama. Originally uh, born and raised in Alabama. So that means you that means you sleep with your cousins and stuff. I'll only 
two of them. Hey, <laughs> 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 I, I find it ironic that he sells and, cigarettes for and, a living and then he does OCRs. Yeah. yeah, what tobacco products do you use? Uh, currently, I do not use any tobacco products whatsoever. <laughs> I have been a smoker in the past. Um, as most of us are, a, a, a large portion of people have in their early teens and 20s. Um, but um, I got out of uh, tobacco, out of smoking cigarettes and into e-cigs there for a while and completely uh, dropped it all in 2016. Uh, and so I haven't had any kind of tobacco products since then. What made you quit smoking? Well, it's a unique question. I, uh, it's kind of tied in with OCR a little bit, but um, I had a scare with uh, some blood clots that came up in my lungs uh, unexpectedly and oh, it put me in the hospital and uh, because of that I decided that it was not worth putting any undue uh, pressure on myself from external situations that would cause me to have any more issues so I just I dropped everything altogether. I do have a drink occasionally but um, no tobacco because uh, the uh, effects it could have on me because of uh, the blood clots that I had. So. Wow, so, them all together. so what did they do when you went into the hospital with it? Uh, when I went in the hospital, I did not know that I had anything going on at the time. I uh, just uh, was feeling lightheaded and fatigued unexpectedly. I had just uh, finished my first two OCRs and was experiencing a lot of fatigue. And uh, my running was way off on pacing. And so I just decided to go get checked out and found out that I had had a couple of blood clots in my leg that had uh, broke free in my behind my calf and had dropped into my lungs, uh, mm-hmm. thankfully, um, so that they did not go any further up and cause an aneurysm. So we decided that the best uh, alternative uh, was to have a CT scan and a... Um, procedure to bust out the uh, the clots in my lungs so they did a heart cath um, stayed in the hospital for a couple of days went in on Wednesday come out on Friday felt like I had a lung transplant when I came out Ooh. and uh, you know I've been uh, monitoring it for the last year and a half taking medication for it and uh, everything's been good so everything's been real good so basically gotta change so, my focus on things for sure I know it's like OCR kind of like almost saved your life because you said you had gotten in you had only ran like two races is that what you said I had only ran two races, yes. I'd started kind of getting back uh, in shape in late 15, 2015, mm-hmm. and decided to buy myself for Christmas a um, OCR race. Uh, and so I bought the Charlotte Sprint of 2016 for myself for Christmas. So it gave me a little bit of time, uh, four or five months, to really you know, put myself under the gun and get, get ready as far as OCR training was concerned because I'd only really ran – uh, road races or road training miles uh, for the most part. And so kind of got started getting myself back in shape and then uh, really getting in shape kind of caused some of this, some of these issues um, because I was it just one of those rare unexpected things that happens. Uh, the doctor said, you know, being in shape helped because if I had not been in shape and this happened that most likely it would have uh, had a different outcome as opposed to the what did happen. And so I was thankful that, you know, I was in shape. Uh, he even told me, he said, you're the healthiest 37-year-old person I've ever seen with this. And he said, so take that, 
with a grain of salt that because you are, it's it's helped you be where you are and, and you know, not in a not in a mortuary somewhere. So I'm thankful it worked out you know well, and it's really spurred me on uh, to continue doing OCRs because it's something I enjoy doing. It pushes me, uh, helps keep me in shape, um, keeps me lively for my little girl who's six and wants all my time and energy. So <laughs> it's uh, definitely been a benefit for me. Oh my gosh, she's anything like my kids. I know she's probably ninety to nothing. Just about every single day, yes. Do you miss looking cool with a cigarette in your hand? No, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still look cool. That's the thing about it. So we're yeah, good. you do. <laughs> hey, your breath probably smells like awesome, you know, yeah, now. I, I, I tend to have a really good, clean breath now. That's awesome. That's weird. So you, but since, you, since 2016, you've done like a lot of other stuff besides, you know, like OCR. You've done like some rucks and some, and some long uh, ultra uh, marathons and stuff too, hadn't you? Yes, I, um, I think through the OCR community, um, the, you know, a wide array of folks in the OCR community uh, has opened my eyes to some of the other events um, that are not specifically OCR. And so I've had an opportunity to uh, engage in those events, such as, uh, like you said, Go Ruck. Um, was able to complete my uh, a heavy and a light in Savannah this past um, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Uh, with two good friends out of Tennessee and one out of Georgia. We did the uh, heavy, which was about 40 miles in 24 hours, and then the light the next day. Um, also had a chance last December to do a, a marathon Um in Huntsville, which was my first marathon, and then leading myself up to a uh, 50K in Table Rock, uh, South Carolina, with a an amazing group of folks uh, that did the 50K. Some did the 10-miler. Some of them actually did two laps and did 20 miles. And so, um, you know, I've done 5Ks, 10Ks, 15Ks, and then various other obstacle courses um, and obstacle events besides Spartan locally and in other states but it's been a it's been a uh, an awesome opportunity to really push myself um whether it be personally and you know individually you know by myself on the road fighting my own demons or in you know in an event where i can help other folks or share time and you know a good time with with the folks at the ocr community I've just, uh, I really enjoy myself thus far. And the people I've met along the way is people that I'm going to be friends with for the rest of my life, you know. So yeah. from, that, from that standpoint, I, you know, I can't ask for a, a better opportunity I've had over the last two and a half years. Did you learn a lot whenever you did your go ruck in Savannah? Did you learn a lot about yourself? Yeah, there was, uh, it, I went into it not really knowing anything. It was one of those one of those events where, I was asked to do the event, and I said no, and then I got an email saying you're doing the event, you're signed up, um, so I really wasn't going to back out of it, and I had a good group, uh, Bill Garibay, uh, Robin Robin May, and Lanny Klammer, you know, all four of us, we just kind of huddled up and was like, all right, we've got each other's back, and it was the first event I'd ever really done with those folks, so. but you know, like you said, you know, at certain times during the night, you know, especially going through that heavy you know, there was times during the night where it got really dark. Um, a lot of dark times for myself, just in thought, uh, in pain. Um, kind of reviewing the last two and a half years in my head while you're walking and carrying heavy weight. 
uh, you just kind of lose track of time because you have no watch or you know or compass on you or anything like that to track where you're going you're just you know you're in sync with that group of people and so uh it was a good opportunity for me to kind of find some inner strength that maybe i didn't realize i actually had um I think, you know, leading up to that uh, go ruck during the month of March, I had finished the 50K by myself as well. And that race was really the uh, precipice for me to find some inner strength going into the go ruck because I knew that if I could do that kind of mileage, that I felt like my body could withstand 30 miles of go ruck. And I just didn't know about the weight. Um, and in that go ruck, you, you know, I really learned that. I'm never alone, even though I felt like I was, you know, with a great group of folks. And when, when things got really rough during the night, you know, we was always there for each other. There was 36 of us that, that made it. And, um, you know, we still all stay in touch with each other now. And it's amazing the bond you create with folks once you go through some type of event like that that's almost soul-crushing and then also so exhilarating at the end to be finished. You know, you, we, we found at the very end of the event, after 24 hours of carrying – uppers to a thousand pounds of weight and all the miles we did you know we're doing sprints at the very end wow with, I, i'm not I'm, I'm kind of fathom that where we're finding the strength to do these sprints with what with go rope uh, packs on us you know just to finish up and so it was a it was an eye-opening opportunity for me to you know to realize that you know sometimes we set ourselves short on what we can and cannot do and then we go out and do something like this and it's like wait there's a little bit more gas in the tank than I really expected to have. So it was, uh, it was one of those things where I can always look back whenever I'm going through something forward now. It's like, it's not as bad as it could be. So it was really, really fun for that. Hey, Steven. Um, I just want, just want to back up a second. I've heard a lot about these go rucks and for the, for the people out there that don't know what a go ruck is, let's say I've signed up for a go ruck. What is the next thing to expect because the only thing i know is is that you know you carry a backpack with a you know a certain amount of weight in it but what are the different types of things that go on during one of these events well as opposed to something like a spartan where you're doing obstacle course racing uh without any type of you know weight on you uh, like you said for a go ruck it depends you know if you do a light you have a minimum amount of weight 20 pounds for a male uh i think it's 10 for a female depending on your your weight depending on your body weight uh and so that's that weight in itself is what you carry in your pack at all times um you know not including the weight that you may have for water or food or whatever else you may carry um for instance in the heavy you know i my pack was a 30 pound plate wow for my, for my weight plus water plus food plus clothing it was somewhere between 35 and 45, between 35 and 40 pounds total, uh, varying from, you know, time to time during the night. So that's just something you carry at all times. And in that, it's more of a team-based evolution event type, uh, evolution type of event where you've got to get from this point, from point A to point B in a certain amount of time, uh, depending on which type of event you're doing. And then, you know, we pick up weight at different times as well. We have exercises that we have to complete in a specific amount of time, you know, or we have a team building event where we got to figure out how to get this object together to be able to carry weight in a certain amount of time and get to that next spot before the cutoff. Um, 
you end up carrying, you know, at times we may have, if you don't meet your time event, sometimes you have a casualty, so you have to carry a teammate. Um, and so it kind of just teaches wow. you that, you know, in the, in the midst of carrying on, carrying this weight, which kind of, you know, is something like carrying all the pressures of life or whatever you want to call it, you know, you've got to be able to focus and execute the plan in front of you so that you can get to the next point so that you can complete the process. Um, and so for the, with that in mind, you know, that's kind of the way Go Ruck is, is you've always got a little bit of weight on you, you know, life, family, school, um, you know, whatever pressures you may have is the way I kind of relate to it. And then you've got to be able to get, you know, you get the next exercise done in a certain amount of time so that you can keep moving forward and, you know, get your event com- fully completed. Now, of course, you always have each other to depend on, whereas, you know, in Spartan, a lot of times you may not. You may be on the course by yourself, and it's just you to be able to do it yourself. Uh, whereas with Go Ruck, you've always got the next man or woman beside you to kind of help you out, to give you a break. Um, and so it's always, to me, it's always seemed like a really good team event. The, the lights have less mileage, tend to have more people, and it's a little bit more light-hearted, I guess. It's not as... Um, as difficult, but you know, if you move up to the tough, which is about a twelve, a twelve-hour event, have more weight. Sometimes you don't have as big of a group. You, you know, you have more on you, and then, then of course the heavier, like I said, is a twenty-four-hour event. It's it's an all-out war to some degree because you've got to be mentally tough to last that long. Because it was, you know, we lost a couple people in the group that night. You know, we lost, you know, somebody, you know, just decided to leave. They were. Four hours in, and they were just like, "I'm not having fun. This is not worth it." Mm. Just lost interest. So they like, just you know, tapped this, out. Do what? So they just tapped out. Just tapped out, you know. And so, is there any other way for somebody to get cut? I mean, or like making a time when you were talking about well, the I time mean, cut off? Had, you know, we had opportunities within. You know, we had to do PT uh, for the go ruck. You know, we had certain uh, numbers and time limits that we had to mat to meet. To pass the PT test, mm. uh, but you know it's it's always up to the cadre, which is the the gentleman or female that's uh, leading the entire event. It could be one cadre or two, or it just depends on how big of a group and how many you want to have. But we had three at one time for our heavy. Wow! Uh, you know they may say you know if you don't get it done, then you have another opportunity later on. Uh, you know we had some people that didn't meet the PT test, you know, and then we had to do a team event to. I guess to replace, you know, what had not been completed. And it was either do more PT or we'd do a big team event. And of course it's almost more fun to do a team event because everybody gets to suffer then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what did you have, what is, what is the PT test? What does that involve? Oh, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, you know, different, different, just regular exercises. Um, well, that's always fun with a 30 pound pack. It is. It, well, <laughs> you know, after you go, after going through four miles and, or doing a 12-mile ruck or whatever it may be, then you have to do PT. It's just, it tests you. It just really, it tests your inner strength. Of, can you do it? Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to give all you have? Uh, so it's a lot of fun. Um, I would say if you enjoy a little bit of pain, <laughs> then try it. Uh, it's something different for a lot of people. You know, it's, it's the unknown for a lot of people. They're like, that do Spartans just, or that do other OCRs. It's just something like, well, I don't know. I'm not really for sure what this is. Well, just try it out. You know, if you don't want to do it after one time, that's fine. At least you've tried it out to see what it is, and you know. Uh, I think for a lot of people, it's just the unknown of, 
I don't want to spend this money to go do this. Mm. But you may end up getting a lot out of it personally, which is what I did. I got a lot out of it personally. I uh, met a lot of good friends. And, you know, the people that I stayed with that weekend, you know, we were all just in a lot of pain. I mean, it's 24 hours, you know. But, you know, those four, five, those three people are like three of my closest friends now because we went through something that I've not gone through with a lot of other people. Right. So you create those bonds just like you do in other, you know, events or um different things you go through in life when you go through with you know certain people you just have this bond that you just don't have with other people so it's nice i know lance lance johnson he loves them he's always trying to say man you need to try one i hadn't done it. man i, I took a i took a i took a backpack and just put a 25 pound weight in it one time and just walked around my neighborhood and i don't know if it was because it was just a regular backpack or you know wasn't a really good one but by the time I was walked a mile with it, I was ready to get that thing off my damn shoulders because it was just digging it's into totally, my shoulders. It's a totally different feeling, you know. A lot of times I'm just like, it's, it's, it's just like putting a child on your shoulders. Actually, it's like putting a child around your neck. I don't have any off, kids. Off your back, and then you go <laughs> you walk. You borrow mine. Uh, that's about what it's like, you know. It, it, it adds an element to, the, to, the, to your situation of exercising that most people never have an opportunity to experience. I just don't take the opportunity to experience. You know, you throw it on, whether it's a backpack or an actual go rut pack, it, I don't know if it really makes that much of a difference. You know, it's it's that weight that you're not expecting. It's like, you know, right. you pick up a 45-pound weight and you just walk around the gym with it. It's, after a little bit, you get tired of it. Just, you know, you do that for two hours or four hours or six hours or eight hours. You, it becomes part of you. you. You learn to deal with it and you learn how to adjust to it. Right. Uh, which is the main thing you you know you really have to learn is that you you just adjust to the to the change you adjust to the weight you adjust to the pain and what really was pain to begin with by the end of it you know honestly I didn't ever feel it I didn't it just didn't feel like a thirty pound weight anymore. I've sat it on so long it was just it, I was just carrying a backpack then so mm. did you tra- change your training whenever you were preparing for these you know actually in December I had, in December I was doing the marathon. Uh, training for the marathon and once i f- finished it when i started back in, in late january i started doing a lot more trail hiking uh with the weight on i would run you know i'd run with the with the ruck pack on uh, i would hike the hills run the flats run the you know the downhills uh, and just trying to get my body used to, to shuffling that kind of weight um it's a mental it's a mental game because you know scott i know you're you have a very fast pace is there are a lot of people that run, you know, but you have to learn to really pace yourself on a slower, slower pace, which is very hard oh, to yeah. do. If you're used to running anything under a nine, it's very hard to slow down to 11, 12, 13 minute pace. It's just, it's just insane. You know, cause you're like, I'm walking. Well, right. sometimes that's just kind of what it takes. <laughs> you know, when you're doing five, 10, 15 miles, you, you just can't start out like that. And I had to learn that how to do that. Which has kind of helped me on, you know, the, the long endurance events that I've been, you know, trying to train for now is that sometimes adjusting my, my running style to where I'm not constantly trying to run 8.30, 8.40, you know, pace or, you know, even better. Uh, it's helped me learn how to run better, but it's also helped me learn how to slow my pace down when I need to so that at the end I'm not completely gassed out. Uh, and I've, I've found that even when I go on short training runs now, my pace is getting better 
because I have more strength, even when I'm just doing the short runs, than I did beforehand. And you got that, but you, and when you run at a slower pace, your heart rate's slower, so you're building your aerobic base up, so that's going to make your endurance better too. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm, that's cool. Has a lot of good. Has a lot of good benefits to it. You know, sometimes taking off in the woods and just doing a good ten mile hike like that, up and down hills with weight, will definitely work you better than a five mile, eight forty pace run. You know, on on the flats right down the road. So yeah, no doubt. There's benefits, you know. I, I love Spartan because of the obstacle, you know, that it presents itself, and being able to build core strength and upper body strength, uh, which has helped me get in shape a little bit better than I have been, it's, especially over the last couple of years, uh, dropping the weight that I needed to drop to get in shape and get healthy. Um, but this, you know, has a converse effect, you know, to where I'm able to build strength uh, and endurance as well. So is it, I'm able to kind of, you know get myself in shape on different platforms so that overall I'm a lot healthier as opposed to just being a good, you know, good medium, medium pace runner. Right. So last weekend you had your birthday, right? That's correct. That's correct. Last weekend was uh, the big four of the big four. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, Stephen. Happy birthday. Thank thank, you. Belated. Oh, it, it, it's it's 2018. I'll take birthday wishes and, and uh, well wishes all year long. That's right. I don't think it's. I don't think in your case it was dirty 30. I think it was dirty 40. But that don't really rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it was really flashy 40. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They used to say lordy 40, but I don't know if that's right either. Well, I feel I feel better at 40 than I did at 30, so that's a good thing. Hell yeah. That's that's all that matters, right? That's it. If, uh, if I can keep this pace up, I figure by the time I'm 70. Okay. <laughs> hey, they do You'll say, feel 20 again They do say 40 is the new 20 though Yeah, I know I'll feel better when I turn 40 Than I did when I turned 30 And I'm only a well, year you know, away it, it, It's a matter of this, this uh, Constant care You know, it's, it's taking care of myself a lot better than I was When I was at 20 I, I did a lot more things that harmed myself At 20 than I do at 40 Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's definitely had a, a Good effect for sure uh, It makes me want to keep doing it I think you just, uh, by the time you hit your 30s, I think it's about when you've about learned from all your mistakes. And you, yeah, you start. Realize the road, I realized the road <laughs> I was sure on was, was a straight dead end, you know. So it, I had to take a hard right and start doing something that was going to benefit me long term. And um, starting to see a lot of the, reaping a lot of the rewards early on now. So it, it's spurring me on for the next de- next decade. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so last weekend you run the. Uh, you did the hurricane heat at uh, Fayetteville um, for your 40th birthday, right? Yeah, I did the hurricane heat and did the sprint on Sunday morning. Tell us about that hurricane heat, man. I've never done one. People say you need to try it. I'm one of those people that doesn't really want to pay to have somebody tell me what to do. I want somebody to pay me for them to tell me what to do. <laughs> well, the good thing about it is this, you know, you know, it, it can have or it does have some similarities to other endurance events. Um, and so I went into it completely open-minded, not knowing what to expect, uh, not trying to expect anything. Was that your first one? Yeah. But this was my very first one. I, I told a, a couple people, I told Beverly Moore and, and, and Jeff Chokran, who's actually running the 100-miler at Knock on Wood right now and is killing it, by the way. Yeah, so I just saw that on their Facebook. Just know about that. Um, check it out Insane. online and check the live feeds. He's killing it. So as uh, several other folks uh, this weekend are really doing awesome there. Wish I was there. But um, I told them that I was going to do a, a hurricane heat. You told me. 
Uh, well, yes, I'm, of course. I, you knew about it long, long beforehand. <laughs> I actually you made it public on, a, on the Facebook forum in some group somewhere, and uh, they you know, immediately screenshot it, private messaged me, and was like, all right, we're holding you to this now. We've got it, we got it in writing, so you've got to do it. <laughs> so I just didn't say anything to them. You know, I had, a, had an opportunity to uh, get away for the weekend, um, my, you know, I wanted to get away and see some old college buddies, some you know, uh, uh, some work friends, and as many people in the OCR community as I could, just you know, to celebrate because it's just what I wanted to do. And so I had an opportunity to do the Hurricane Heat. Um, of course, in that event, you know, we did not have any weight on us in the in the Hurricane Heat as opposed to the twelve hour Hurricane Heat. They had weight; we did not. Right. Uh, as far as on our persons. But she didn't uh, do the 12, you just did the 4. I just did the 4, mm-hmm. uh, which started about 4.30 on uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, we had Cookie and, we had um, Cryptia Cookie and Cryptia Sadona and her together uh, led the group. I think we had 61 folks together. And that was a very, very fun event. I've heard um, he's pretty intense, though. He, he, he can be intense, and she was too, but uh, they really challenged us to work as a team, especially in in, in that kind of number of folks, you know, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of voices, a lot of voices and a lot of opinions and ideas. And you really have to harness that to be able to complete the team events, uh, the team exercises. They're really trying to get us to, to work through. And, and we had a lot of fun, had a lot of fun. Like, get, you know, we get to learn a song together, which is something I never. What song did you I, learn? Yeah. I never learned before. What song did uh, you learn? Uh, it was, um, old, old Irish, an old Irish song, I believe it was an old Irish song, uh, by the Pogues. Do you uh, still remember it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, I've never, I've never had somebody it. sing a song on our podcast, How, how does it go? You won't, you won't get it out of me. How does it go? Oh, uh, come 60 on. other people along with me would sound a whole lot better. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got, you know, we got to do that. Um, and, you know, they really pushed us on the uh, team event side to, to get things done in a certain amount of time, to work together as a group. Um, you know, we were able to, at one time, we were able to build a, a, a human ladder up the slip wall to get everybody up the slip wall. Well, that sounds a cool. A certain amount of time. And, you know, that, that just, that, it takes a lot of uh, grit you know, when you can't use the rope at all, it's just the wall and you, and you got to get everybody up, including the last person standing. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun doing that. I think we went from like four thirty to about nine o'clock. Um, had had a lot of di- you know different weights to carry, and we had different exercises and evolutions to kind of. All right, here's where you got to go to. You got to get here at this certain time, and you got to do it without doing X, Y, and Z. How do you get there? Mm. And so he gave us you know a little bit of time to to really work together, team build together. And then find out, an, you know, a, uh, an answer to the problem, and then solve it. And so, had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with these folks. A lot of new people I'd never met before too. That so a lot of them do mostly hurricane heat events, uh, or they do twelve hour, or they do ultra beast. You know, people I've not really had an opportunity to be around. So it was nice to get a new clique of folks uh, that do more endurance events uh, to kind of pick their brains to some degree. Um, so it was really enjoyable, and you know, granted, I didn't get done until like nine thirty, ten o'clock. I don't think we left the venue till maybe ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and we're the only souls out there besides the two or three Spartan uh, staff that's still there. 
uh, you know, get about to eat with a couple friends and maybe in bed. I was thinking I was in bed by 1230, wow. one o'clock, and, you know, was up at six o'clock next morning. So it was like, all right, I'm kind of getting the feel for this back-to-back-to-back stuff again. <laughs> so it was, it was really fun, you know, because that led right into the sprint and um, had a good day on Sunday as well. So how did the sprint go? Uh, for me, the sprint was great. Um, I actually started out with um, a couple uh, out of the uh, running OCR group that I'm a member of um, and just wanted to kind of pace with them. Right. And after about two or 300 yards, I kind of felt like, hey, I, I, got, I got a lot more wind in me than I thought I did. Uh, so I just kind of took off from on my own. Um, got all the obstacles except for Twister. Mm. Um, and, you know, had a really good time, had a really good run. Um, I think I did it in like, I don't know, like 118, 119, something like that, which was my best to this day. It was my best, uh, sprint race was eighth place until I walked out of the, the venue, eighth place overall age group. And I was right before I left the venue. I checked it again and I, and I dropped to like 13. So, Aww. you know. Hey, you know, I'll take a top 15 out of That's right. you know, 2,000 people. I'll take a, you know, a top 15 age group and, you know, top 100 or so finishing. I was very pleased um, to be able to get all the officers I did. You know, uh, the, the Olympus had been kind of a nemesis here lately. I uh, kind of got through it. And so I had a good time. I had a really good time. It was a good race. Felt real good afterwards. And, uh, you know, got to see several people at the race. Uh, say happy birthday to, share a beer with. Uh, it was a good event. Uh, first time I'd run in Fayetteville like that before. Very flat course. I mean, yeah, Scott, you, you love it. You, you just fly through it. He it ran was, through there last year. He did. Yeah, that's what he we did. went there last year. It, it's a cool course, and um, the people that own that property, they really helped. Uh, I think last year they really helped a lot with the clearing. Because I, if I remember, like last year, you could have drove a Polaris Ranger through that whole course of how clear it was. It yeah, it, it was It was four people wide almost to the, to the uh to the trails yeah super meet, uh, super fast course yeah. you know you could yeah. really run all out if you wanted to some of the leaders that, that actually won it you know it was just un- unbelievable how fast they ran you know there's some people that run the soup at the same time i run the sprint i was like man this is crazy but yeah i had a great weekend had a great weekend Blogged a lot of miles saw a lot of folks a lot of good laughs um you know, I was very pleased to be able to do the hurricane heat and the sprint and uh, have as good a weekend as I did. Set my feet in the sand for a little bit and mm, cool. uh, go back home to life, you know? So, uh, I, I I don't know a lot about hurricane heats, but I know, like, when you go to it, you're supposed to wear all black and they give you, like, a gear list or a list of stuff that everybody's supposed to bring. What what? And it changes on every hurricane hit heat. So, what was the... Uh, Thanks for the correction there, honey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, wh- what did you have to bring on your gear list? Uh, yeah, you're right. It, it just depends when you sign up, um, what the crypto is going to do, um, and what they decide. Uh, for us, it was a black shirt and a headlamp and water. Oh, oh what? Well, I thought they like sometimes you had to bring some weird items. They do. This time, this is what they said for us to bring, you know. And so they had a lot of the stuff there that we were going to use uh, because of the, I guess, I don't know if it's because of the amount of people that were signed up, you know, or what spurred on the gear list. I never questioned. 
uh, was know the song, have a headlamp, black shirt, water if you wanted. Oh, and, okay. you know, he worked us. You know, we, we did a lot of calisthenics. We did a lot of up and downs, a lot of, you know, team building exercises. Um, got, I had a chance to do a lot of burpees in the venue. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of sallies in the, in the venue. Mm. Um, you know, and so we had all that we needed there. And, and they had they had objects for us to use um, as team building events, as team building um, objects, you know, during the event. So, uh, like you said, it, it varies from criteria, and it varies from event to event, what you're going to do, uh, what they have on hand, and what they need uh, based on, you know, the event. So this time, that was it. I was surprised myself. I was expecting to go to Lowe's and, you know, drop, you know, a couple hundred dollars to get everything I needed, but <laughs> it just didn't work. It didn't work out that way. So uh, it wasn't that I missed out on anything. It's just that's what they decided, and it was a great event. Uh, Cookie and Sadana. Put on an awesome hurricane heat. Um, I couldn't ask for a better one on my first one. Um, actually got to do it with, you know, a couple of people that I knew already. Um, and that worked out great. Some people I knew that I didn't realize we were in groups together in running groups or whatever it may be that were doing it as well. Uh, so that was, that was enjoyable to actually meet folks face to face and share an event like that with them so that you really get to know folks in those situations. Uh, and share a good laugh as well. So it was it was a good event. It was a lot a lot of fun. That's cool, man. That's cool. So what was probably like the best part or the most fun part about the weekend for you? Well, for me, uh, I finished up the sprint on Sunday, just as Oscar Mott was about to hit the about to hit the uh, um, gates to go through. Um, to start their uh, their lap, right? And watching them come through, uh, and just seeing how many people were in that group that were there to you know spur them on to watch everybody in the venue basically stopped you know for a moment there and gave you know recognition and reverence to these folks that were going through that were dealing with things that you know I'll I've never had you know had to deal with you know. Uh, and, and fighting through it and, and, and really going out and giving it their all. And it was just one of those moments where you just stop and, and take notice that this means a lot. Um, I thought I'd just run a great race and was very happy. And at that moment, I was really, I really was put back in my place. It's, all right, I've done something good, but this is even better. Well, you, you know, know like, they were in New Jersey. And see, Friday when we got there, we went to the open house and they did the hurricane heat. And then they turned around on Saturday and ran the beast and then i think they were doing another one on sunday i can't remember but i mean they were doing like back-to-back events i remember talking to one of them because i think they started the same time i did or like maybe right before i'd started because i caught up to them not far after you uh go through the starting area and um i was like didn't y'all do the hurricane heat yesterday and he said yeah i was like man that was intense because watching them, they had to do like a crab walk, not a crab walk. They had to do like a squat and basically walk backwards up the mountain where the hurt hoist was. And I was like, man, there's, I mean, I, I, I mean, I was just amazed at how much, like, I guess how strong and mentally and physically that they are. Because yeah. And they had, uh, insane. and there was two people there that were uh, actually in, 
they they had wheelchairs, but yeah. they they weren't sitting in the wheelchairs. The other no. people in the hurricane heat were actually toting them, and yeah. they were doing the doing everything that everybody else was at the best oh, yeah. they could with the yeah. help of other people. The, the folks, at the, the folks at the spirits doing the same thing. They they it wasn't that they were handicapped in doing the obstacles. That was not uh -uh. even an issue. When they were on the course, they were on the course to complete whatever was in front of them. Yeah. And what was even better is you saw the people that were part of the group that were, you know, just as willing to get down and do it in whichever in whichever fashion that the individual had to complete it. Everybody got down and completed the same way. You know, everybody's on the same level. Everybody's on the same playing field. And to see that camaraderie of, of you know among all that all of them in that group was was pretty amazing. Um, yeah. You know, you just you, sometimes we take a lot of things we have and all the things we do for granted, and you know. It's easy to do that, get caught up, you know, in, in the fun things in life and that you have this, you have that, and then you see where someone's, you know, giving their all for you, you know, for you, and then they, they're left with having to, you know, deal with life in a different way than, than we do. And so it, it took me a, give me an opportunity to, to stop and, you know, be grateful and uh, give a little bit of reverence and uh, be thankful for, you know, what they've done for us as well. Mm. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was a lot of, it was, it was a, Good weekend to see a lot of friends. Good weekend to be reminded uh, of how how grateful we are and, and to have a good time as well. So, Stephen, what advice would you give for anybody that's you know about to do say like a hurricane heat or anything for their first one? Don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait to the last minute to start getting out and doing something. Uh, I say get out in in. in and exercise in ways that you normally don't. Uh, put on a little bit of weight. Do a different, you know, a different type of exercise. You mean like put on a little bit of weight by like eating cake, mean, cakes and donuts? Put on a little bit of weight because I can do that's that. Not, you know, that's not in your belly or <laughs> don't don't just eat. Uh, I'm saying strap on some weight on your back, you know, or put some in your hands. You know, oh. carry it so that things get a little bit awkward. That get things get a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, so that you can bear with, bear through it, uh, I th and I think that applies, you know, to any of them. You know, Spartan mate is is different because you can run free and jump and and get over obstacles or crawl through them without any obstruction. Um, but if you're going to do a hurricane heat or you're going to do go ruck, you do anything that's going to have some endurance long term like that, to where it's going to be a slower pace. Mm -hmm. I say put on uh, put some weight on your shoulders and get used to. You know, trudging through a little bit of pain because it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, because it becomes more of a mental battle than it does anything. Because, you know, like, I can't do this. I can't do. I can't. I just can't do it anymore. And your mind starts playing tricks on you and fighting against the you know your physical body. Uh, and usually, the mind is so much easier to win because it just tells you you can't do it when you've got the strength to do it. So I say, I say, you know, train differently if you can. Don't just do your your burpees and don't just do your push-ups and sit-ups do something a little different to train you know so you can train your body to get used um to that type of environment uh, because it's, it helps to cross train like that because it helps you in the long run either way you know you're, you're going to be better at doing obstacles overall so did you like find a training program to to teach yourself how to do like to train no, for your I've not. I, you know really i've not what i've done is I've watched what a lot of people do, and I've watched a lot of comments uh, and things that have been posted. I take so many screenshots, uh, 
post when people are doing certain workouts. Um, you know, you spoke to Lance, you spoke about Lance earlier. Um, I pick his brain, I pick other people's brain without really making it noticeable. I just ask questions in general that have uh, spurred me on for things I want to do. And then I just, I make my own decision on how I want to work out. You know, I want to carry a 30 pound weight and I want to go do 10 miles and I want to do it in the hills. And then every, every five miles I'm going to do burpees or I'm going to do squats or I'm going to do uh, mountain climbers or you know, changing it up a little bit like that, as opposed to just going out and saying, you know, I'm just going to go to the gym, you know, do some, you know, some bench and some curl and, you know, maybe go run five miles on down the road, which is, you know, that's just, that's too easy mm-hmm. for me. It is. Uh, I find that adding those different elements to my workout have worked really good. Uh, get up in the morning time. I, I found get up in the morning time and, and doing that when you're tired uh, after a long night, you know, making yourself get up first thing in the morning and do it when you're so tired is a benefit as well because you're going to have those moments during the events. Yeah. Uh, or at night after a long, long day. Uh, Mastering anyway. the uncomfortable. So, like, did you stay up for 24 hours one night to to, to train for your go ruck then? I did. You did? did. For real? <laughs> I didn't I did. know that. I, I, had, I had my daughter. <laughs> I had my daughter, and, you know, we. I just kind of stayed up through the night with her and then got her to school and then I worked all day and just kind of just stayed up and worked out. And it was draining, physically draining, um, just to stay awake, you know, because I wasn't doing a whole lot. So I felt like if I could get my body used to staying awake like that, it would help me. You know, sometimes it's just testing yourself like that. Just try it out and see. I mean, what's the worst case scenario is that you're tired the next day and you sleep. I was about to say, but your ass slept like a fucking rock that night. Well, I tell you what, we, I tell you, after the go rock, we ordered a pizza and we ate, we laid on the bed and ate. And we, all, we all passed out just about this. I'm surprised you didn't like lay on your belly and like just scoop your food to your mouth like very slowly. Pretty much, pretty much, getting up was not an option at that point because my feet hurt so bad. If I, had, if I didn't have to walk, I didn't. If somebody got up, I'm like, hey, you know, you got to get me this while you're up because I, I can't get I'm not <laughs> So, like, we could order you one of those, like, old man scooters and it would have been, like, perfectly okay. <laughs> yeah, as long as you got the, you got the beeper for the backup, we're good. Oh, yeah, then we'll have to get you one of those little things that go around your neck. Yes. And see, and that's, that's, like, you know, that's one of my things. Like, next year, what they're doing this, what they're doing this weekend at Knock on Wood. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my goals next year. I know it's a 50K. Um, but you know, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm pushing myself now is that, you know, I've done, I've done different level events as far as mileage is concerned, the OCR is concerned or endurance is concerned. You know, I, I kind of want to push myself a little bit more now. I want to try, I want to at some point in time, get myself, um, past the 50 K mark. I want to get, you know, to a 50 miler or I want to, I want to try a hundred miler. You know, I want to push myself to do something that's different. All uh, right. Just because, I mean, if I, you know, if I DNF, that's better than DNS, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So That's right. It's worth trying, you know? It, sometimes it's these things that you think about in your mind, you're like, well, one of these days, you know, put a date on it, put some money down for it, and start training for it, and you'll get there. That's, that's kind of what I did with my 50K, you know? I, I did that, I tell you, I tell you, last year, in 2017, you know, I did, I did the, the um, table rock with Jason Moratis and Kerry Moratis and and uh, Brian Altman and Douglas Cooper. And we went out there for a 10-miler. Me and Carrie was going on a 10-miler. And uh, as, as it always happens, you know, we got a little bit of peer pressure. And the next morning, it's like, 
guess what? We're running a 50K. I get told I'm running a 50K. You know, we're, we're just going to do it. And I got two I got two laps in. I ended up getting 20 miles in. And that mile 20 was the worst mile ever. <laughs> you know, I thought I was, I literally thought I was going to die. I was just scooting like, you know, an old person, old, 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 old person. Mm-hmm. You know, just very slowly. And uh, I remember finishing that race and thinking, this is it right here. Like, I've got to get back and I've got to finish this because this is, you know, I didn't finish what I started. Right. And, you know, that this whole past year from then until, you know, March of this year, I've been training for that. And to get over that hump, it's just kind of pushed me on to want to do something else now. Uh, and so I say take, you know, if you ever had a ch- chance to do races or whatever uh, and, and you just bomb out, you DNF it. Use that as your catalyst. Get back to that point. Train yourself in whatever way you have to to get back to that point. You know, whether it's nutrition, um, workout, you know, doing different type of endurance events or speed events just to help get yourself, you know, trained to to a point where you can do it. You know, because once I got, once I crossed that finish line in March, you know, it was a, it was a hell storm of emotion to know that I had conquered that. And then it's like, all right. Let's do something more. Let's, let's really push the issue now. Let's let's push past this and do more. And so the the go rope was one of those things. And it, granted, it was two weeks later. I didn't expect it to be that quick. But, <laughs> you know, it worked out fine. So now it's just a matter of going forward. Uh, I'm going to continue to do Spartans to some degree or OCR in general. Um, I do like the events. Um, and I will plug the Barbarian Challenge, which is in June, June 16th. You can come out, come out to it. It's OCR, one of the best OCRs in the South. I want to do that one so bad, just because it looks so cool. And yeah, we're going to be out of town. Venue. It's got an awesome venue. It's got an awesome um, um, spectator area. Uh, it's 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 uh, was it national OCR uh, qualifier. It's world qualifier as well. Right. Um, you're going to have a lot of people to challenge you there. A lot of good obstacles. A lot of great hills. Great trails different obstacles uh, I've done it for the last two years and it's getting better and better every year uh, Cal Burr and his team just are doing an awesome job and they're getting more and more folks out there it is a, a stellar event and if you have the opportunity to come do it I urge you to do it like it's, it's for what you pay for it I'm telling you for what oh, you yeah. pay for it you get one of the best obstacle courses out there to challenge you uh, more so than what you might get on other courses so plus you can stay and enjoy it um Enjoy it as a family, you know, with the falls. If you want to, you can camp out. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful area. So if you get a chance, come on out. That's cool, man. If we weren't going to be out of town, we definitely would. Stephen, do you have any more races planned for the future? Yes. Uh, actually, I do. <clears throat> um, I don't have anything for the rest of the month. Um, like I said, you know, I've got the the Barbarian in June. I've got a Carolina Reaper, which is put on by <clears throat> Upstate Ultras, uh, Matt Hammersmith uh, out of South Carolina. It's, um, it's that looked like on. a fun run too. I kind of wanted it, to do it's it. The same one. It's the guy who's putting on this weekend's Knock on Wood up there, South Carolina Ultra Marath- Ultra Marathoners. He's putting on this run as well. It's called the Carolina Reaper, and it's a twenty six point two mile. Uh, He's actually got a he's got a half marathon also he's doing. There's people that are rucking it. Um, he's got different um, you know platforms for people to, to complete the event, different mileage. But I got that in July. Uh, of course, I've got 
good old Asheville coming up in August with... Uh, I will be there. I know. Y'all be there. Yeah, I know. I, I, might, I might be running it with somebody I know that you know real well as, as well. Who is that? Uh, <laughs> might be, it might, might be a, a female that I ran with last year. Uh, and I'm going to push her ass this year. We're going to get finished a little bit quicker as long as she don't cramp up. She got funky hair and cuss a lot. <laughs> she got funky hair and cuss a lot. <laughs> I'm not sure who y'all are talking about here. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Couldn't be anybody else but you. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got, uh, I got Asheville and then I got to uh, go for the uh, West Virginia trifecta at the end of August. And... Uh, We'll, we'll be oh, there yeah, too. Yeah, races. I'm, I'm got a couple of local races in September. If I can get out to it, I'm going to try to hit the uh, Ultra Beast in Texas or South Carolina Beast, one of the two. And uh, man, well, you need to go to Killington with us and run the Ultra there. Pack me in your suitcase. Let's go. <laughs> Pack me in your suitcase. <laughs> I'm running the sprint. I would like to get to Killington uh, if I can next year. Uh, I would really like to focus on just a handful of Spartan races that are venues that I've not tried yet. Uh, and that is one of them that I really want to get to. Um, yep. So that's going that's that's kind of on tap for 2019. Yeah, because it in Dallas the same weekend as uh, I think it's the same weekend as Conyers this year. I yeah, think. I think so. Um, hmm. It's either it's either do that race that weekend um, or do South Carolina Beast in order to get just finish out my trifecta. Yeah, uh, I'll be doing the Beast either way. It's just whichever one I can get to. Right. I'd rather do the. I'd rather do the one in Dallas because that way it'll, it'll free up an opportunity to do a half marathon here locally in Gaston um, that I usually run. Uh, and they've actually opened up another one here. Um, or 15K, I'm sorry. 15K they usually run, and then and they've opened up a half marathon that I'd like to try as well. So just trying to get all the dates in order, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. That's cool, man. Hey, I got I got, I got one more question I want to ask you, man, and then we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. So to, to this date, what has been your – your most favorite race and why and what has been your least favorite and why all right um <laughs> well on two different you know and it could be and it could be like i mean it, an event it, not necessarily a race right my least favorite event was the very first one I did, which was the Charlotte Sprint 2016. It was cold. Uh, it was ice cold. I was uh, there. I was, I was told it's going to be a fun, fun event. <laughs> we'll run together. We'll have a good time. And it was ice cold, and it was windy as all get out. So you run it on Sunday fun. then, didn't you? No, I run on Saturday. Did I you? I run on Saturday morning. Because I know Sunday it, was pretty windy too. It was, it was so windy at 40 degrees, and I thought, you know, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. It actually got ready. worse. It got <laughs> worse throughout the day. I went home. I went home. <laughs> I wasn't staying. No, I went home Saturday. I went home Saturday night. I didn't come back on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, I, I literally, at, the, at one point, I was like, just take a picture to know that I've been here. I said, yeah. I, I want to change clothes and leave. That's all I want to do. I went in my car and slept for about an hour and a half to see if other people finish, just to warm up. I was like, this is, people pay to do this stupid crap. <laughs> Why? Well, this is the gift I gave myself, you know, back in December. 
and this is what I got out of it. But it turned; it was a turning point for me, um, for sure. Did you touch the electric fence at that race? Uh, I don't think I did. I don't a think lot I did of people I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I was one of the victims on that. I think I got lucky enough. I, I saw people touch it, and I was like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be on this side of the road here. Stay away. Just stay away." Uh, but then again, you know, I went back to that that course last year, uh, and you know, I run up run an hour faster wow you know, that's did, awesome the, the first time i'd done it so you kind of went back and got a little bit of revenge uh, so yeah that was that 2016 that 2016 um charlotte sprint was was one of the least if not the very least uh, race i'd ever ever, had ever completed that uh just had no fun at i felt like i had no fun at uh, <laughs> but um as far as uh, the best race um is concerned um for me individually, uh, was the 50 K, uh, that I did at Table Rock, um, just because it was an event that had been on my calendar for a year. Uh, it was, it's kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel kind of for my training. Uh, it was the one nemesis I had that I had just, you know, DNF done or kindly DNF done because I didn't finish it. I uh, wanted to get over that hump, um, you know, I'd had, especially like after the second lap, you know, it was one of those moments where you're kind of like flashback back in time. It's like, I've got, I'm here. I don't know if I can do it. Um, you know, and that, about that time, I think Jeffrey Chokrin had walked up and was like, hey, you good to go? Yeah. You know, and I was like, it just, it took a moment for somebody just to say something like, hey, you, you know, you're not done yet. And I was like, you're right. I said, I'm good. I'm good. Let's, let me get it back on the course. Uh, and I was, I was hurting bad. Um. Uh, and once I got going on that third lap, you know, I just, it's like adrenaline, desire, right. you know, overcome kind of kicked in. And I was like, you know, there's, there's just no stopping now. Um, and I remember looking, I remember passing, I remember passing an older couple because, you know, we had a, I don't know what the cutoff was. It was really close. It was really, really close to the cutoff. I think I finished it like 10, 30, 10 hours and 30 minutes, 10 hours and 45 minutes. I was getting close to the cutoff. Dang. And I was one of the last ones to finish, which I didn't, you know, I really didn't care. It was just a matter of, it was just a matter of finishing for me. But there was an older couple on the hill as we're coming down through the park. Cause it's an open, you know, open public park. And out of the blue, they did, I kind of around the corner and they're standing there and they're like, Hey man, you got this. Did not know them. I'd never seen them. Just, you know, spoke out and said that. And it was like mile 27. And, you know, I was like, it just hit me, hit me real, real hard that I, you know, that somebody would just give a little bit of encouragement. Yeah. Uh, and it was really just what I needed, you know, because it was like, all right, we're, we're getting down this hill and we're in the home stretch. Uh, and it was one of the, you know, one of the best races because when I finished up, <laughs> I thought everybody had left. I thought everybody <laughs> left because when I come back through the parking lot, all the cars were not parked in the same spot as they were when, you know, as I glanced over, I couldn't see any of the cars. So I thought everybody left and went back to the house. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to finish this. We're good to go. And as, as I come up the hill, everybody's coming out, and they're screaming like crazy, bloody murder, you know. And oh, they awesome. all stuck around. I remember and I was like, you know, this is this is freaking awesome. I was just oh, I was kind of over, overwhelmed and overcome with emotion. I was like, this is what it's about right here. It's, it's, it's about overcoming, you know, things that you didn't know you could accomplish and having folks that want you to do it, being there for you at the end. And, uh it was one of those races where I was just kind of beside myself to some degree. Uh, just really enjoyed it. So, so far for me, that's, 
of any event that I've ever completed, that's 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 the top of the hill right now. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, man, we're about on time, man. You got anything else you want to add? Uh, you know, just say if you uh, if you're listening and you're thinking about doing OCR or doing some type of endurance event or trying something new out, quit thinking about it. Just do it. Just try it out. You know, the least thing, the least that can happen is just you don't finish it and you have an opportunity to, to you know to push yourself again. Uh, get outside your your comfort zone uh, and uh, just live life. You know, quit sitting behind the desk all the time and quit pushing pencil like you know all of us I do. We all have our jobs, but get out and enjoy life. You know, we've only got it for a certain amount of time, so let's you know get out and have some fun, enjoy yourself. Cool man. Hey Stephen, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today, bro. Yes, Scott. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, too. All right, man. We'll wrap this up. Leanne, you got anything you want to add? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll talk to y'all later. All right, thanks, Scott. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the interview, guys. I want to thank Stephen again for taking the time to uh, talk to us. I've got a review on iTunes. I'm going to read it. Actually, I'm going to let my girlfriend read it because I think a girl wrote this review, so I'm going to let a girl read it with a girl's voice. Okay. Um, It's from OCR Sophia 21. She said, great podcast with the average Joe or Jane. She says, Scott runs a good podcast interviewing the average OCR racers. I like hearing how they train and what experiences they have. It is very relatable. Keep it up. And hope to run into you at a race one day. See? People like me. (laughs) Some people can get through our podcast listening to our redneck voices. Go team! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. We'll be at Terrain Race in... uh, June 9th. Yeah, a few weeks. A few weeks at the Horse Park. We're just going to run open heats, I think, around 9.15. So if you see us there, come up to us and say what's up. I'll be with Leanne, my beautiful girlfriend with funky hair that cusses a lot. <laughs> um, leave us a review on iTunes. I'll read them. I don't get very many of them, so it's a joyous occasion. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See you at the next race. Peace.